Uli Buanji from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 5th of January, 2023. Here's a quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. On Monday the 2nd, the Presidential Task Force on Coronavirus and Cholera suspended the opening of primary and secondary schools in Blantyre and Longway cities due to the persisting cholera outbreak. Students living at their school's boarding facilities were meant to leave their houses on Monday the 2nd in readiness for classes on Tuesday the 3rd. As such, the news angered a lot of parents. They described it as ill-prepared and short notice. To make matters worse, Grace Kapakutka, the principal communications officer for the task force, could not reveal how long the suspension was for. She said they would release a statement and guidelines later that day. True to their word, they released a statement about two hours later, saying that the school reopening would be delayed for no less than two weeks. They said that the Ministry of Health is working with the Ministry of Water and Sanitation to intensify initiatives to scale out the provision of safe water, sanitation, and cholera vaccines, among others. They said they will continue monitoring the cholera outbreak and advise the way forward in due time. Now, on Tuesday the 3rd, Kumbize Chiponda, the Minister of Health and co-chairperson of the Presidential Task Force of COVID-19 and Cholera, held a press briefing in Lilongwe to update the nation of the cholera outbreak and give new guidelines. She said the country is still experiencing a sharp increase in cholera cases, with over 2,000 new infections and over 100 deaths in the last seven days. She said Blantyre and Lilongwe attributed 47% of the new cases and 53% of the deaths. As of Monday the 2nd, the country's cumulative cases were over 18,000, with a death rate of over 600, bringing the fatality rate to 3.4%. She said these numbers led to their decision to postpone the opening of the schools to two cities because they would pose an additional threat to containing the outbreak. She said the ministry would perform several activities during the school opening suspension. These would be done in schools, as well as in urban and rural areas, to help contain the cholera outbreak. If you'd like to read the full statement, follow the link in our show notes. Unfortunately, some children have already started off for school when news read the suspension came out. Some of these were students from Marymount Catholic Secondary School in Mizuzu. Unfortunately, the bus they were on had an accident in Mizimba near Luviri Trading Center. Peter Collio, the spokesperson for the National Police Headquarters, said that the bus had 58 students on board. 28 of them sustained several injuries and were rushed to Mzimba District Hospital and Jenda Health Center for treatment. Later that day, news broke out that one student died. On Wednesday the 4th, local news reported that yet another student passed away. On Tuesday the 3rd, Merlin Ulamu, the Inspector General of Police, said that they had arrested the driver of the bus on suspicion that the accident had been caused by reckless driving. She said the driver is now stable in police custody, awaiting prosecution. Now, the transport minister, Jacob Hara, commented on the accident. He said the government had given bus owners an ultimatum to install GPS trackers in their vehicles to help them monitor their driver's behavior on the road. The government has given bus owners up to March to do this. However, Hara did not divulge the consequences for not adhering to the ultimatum. Hara also said the ministry intends to start reviewing the issuance of licenses for bus drivers. On Tuesday the 3rd, rumors circulated that the country's vice president, Solos Chilma, had resigned. The rumors stemmed from a four-page statement saying Chilma had made the painful decision to relinquish his constitutional mandate as vice president 
due to his arrest by the Anti-Corruption Bureau for Corruption. A few weeks ago, the Bureau challenged Chilima with six counts of corruption in connection with the popular satire scandal, where billions of quachas were siphoned from several governmental bodies and officials through fraudulent business contracts. Although the statement has the government's emblem and says it comes from Chilima himself, a lot of people are still doubting its legitimacy. On Saturday the 31st, multitudes gathered at the Machinjuri Township in Blantyre to pay their last respects to Wally Chris. Wally Chris is known for his song Achulame with his unique genre performed in the Yao language. He died December 23rd in a road accident in Zimbabwe. He was on his road to Malawi from a show in South Africa. He was 25 years old. And just before the burial on Thursday the 29th, legendary musician Lucius Banda finally spoke on Wallachris' passing. Many were anticipating this because Banda had invited Wallachris to perform in South Africa with Zimbani Band, which he owns. Banda recorded a minute-long video with two Zimbani Band members, Sam Smacks and Nepman, and gave his condolences. In the video, Banda explained his heartfelt apologies to Wallachris's wife and young twins, a revelation that came as a shocker for many. Pop star Madonna quickly jetted into the country on Wednesday the 28th through Kamuzu International Airport, or KIA. Gift Chizese, the immigration public relations officer for KIA, confirmed the news, but did not divulge any more details concerning the visit. However, he mentioned that Madonna brought her six children with her, four of whom were adopted from Malawi. These are David Banda, Mercy James, as well as her twin girl, Stella and Esther. Sources said that upon her arrival, Madonna went to the Home of Hope, the orphanage when she adopted David. These were lots of activities, one of which was David playing football with the children from the orphanage and surrounding villages. Another source said David and Mercy had supper at the orphanage too. On Sunday the 1st, a video showed Madonna and her children had spent their new year in Malawi. They can be seen dancing with what looks like a local dance crew at an unidentified location. The video also shows them doing the New Year's countdown. Many locals are in awe of Madonna's love for the country. They were happy to see her and her children enjoying themselves. It's still unknown for how long they will be in the country. A lot of people frowned upon the destruction of public property, but this isn't the case with the Zomba roundabout. The roundabout was Zomba's first and was constructed as part of a multi-billion dollar Quacha road project to upgrade the Namiwawa road into a dual carriage road. However, when pictures of the roundabout surfaced on social media over the weekend, people mocked it, saying it was substandard and an insult to Zomba residents. On Monday the 2nd, people woke up to new pictures showing that unknown people had destroyed the roundabout barely a day after its construction. Many people took to social media to applaud the unknown vandals. The local entertainment scene is off to a great start. On Wednesday the 4th, a local media house revealed that three companies had joined forces to open Cinematic, the long way's first ever cinema, and ultimately the country's only cinema. Cinematic is currently open and running at the long way's Crossroads Mall. They will be showing local and international movies every weekend, and their management said they will be open in most cinemas in Blantyre, Zamba, and Mizuzu cities by the end of this year. People are excited to see how long Cinematic will stay in business. Though it's the country's only cinema, it's not the first. The first few cinemas closed down years ago due to low patronization. Now that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you will never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at malawi at rorschach.com. 
Bhutani Buena.